0: Hello, I'm Steve Turton. This is my Conversations with the Pope, episode 30. The Christmas gift that nobody asked for. Can't believe we've done 30 of these, but there you go. Um, it's a funny celebrity-themed show today. Pope's trying to get out and John or Ozzy Osbourne as future guests by any means necessary, while comparing himself to George Clooney on a number of levels. Uncle Al as a nomination for our death race with one of the best Michael Douglas impressions you'll ever hear. Pope's finally recreating the Scouse version of Joe Pesci's funny how Goodfellas scene, and there's a few Christopher Walken bits thrown in for good measure. In sports, we're obviously talking Bobby Firmino's return to form. We're saluting former Liverpool manager Gerard Houllier after his sad passing last week. And stateside, we preview the NBA season with some solo tips of the week and a big head-to-head basketball wager. We read out your nominations in the unlikely lookalike section, and Pope's actually got his first entry, which turns out the most likely unlikely lookalike on the show to date. Rate, subscribe, tell your mates to listen if you're enjoying it, share us on your social media, but most of all, have a happy Crimbo and enjoy the show.
1: Uh, Merry Stressmas anyway to
0: you. Well, speak for yourself, lad. I feel quite chilled. I think I'm about to get into the Christmas spirits and uh, well, where else can we start, lad? It's got to be C si Senor, hasn't it? Pass the ball to Bobby. He will score. He certainly lifts spirits. Well, no
1: wonder you feel quite chilled and, and obviously I'm saying Merry Stressmas there. That's mainly because of me kids and work. Two things which obviously are not relatable to you really, <laughs> really <are> they? <laughs>
0: <clears throat> <laughs> okay, now getting this podcast together is hard work enough, Poppy. I
1: know, as I say, all the all the very best to you What's the what's on the menu, by the way, before we get into it for, uh, In the Tartan household this year, a bit of a to- tofu Christmas dinner, is it?
0: <laughs> I've just put my order in for a couple of nut roasts From the Wellington in Hale Village <laughs> So I'll be picking them up Christmas Eve Might sneak a few pints in, sounds like a substantial meal, doesn't it? Some might argue not
1: Tofu <laughs> oh, with all the trimmings, lad, yeah? <laughs> What, are you going to push the boat out this year, get a bit of uh, organic turkey breast?
0: <laughs> oh, chance would <it'd> be, <laughs> be a fine thing, wouldn't it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what of euphemism's knocking about early on here, with nut roasts and, yeah, breasts and what have you, so... well, anyway, you... all the best to you, my mate.
0: We used to have that, didn't we, in the village, years ago, the old, uh, the old Christmas turkey challenge, didn't we? I don't know if we should... Divulge on that, but there was always a pot for anyone who uh, got lucky on Christmas night. All the single lads. All right, okay, yeah. So you never took the pot then, no? I think I was three years on the bounce at one point. Tremendous threat. Oh,
1: really?
0: Yeah. Like a young Kilroy silk. <laughs> you sure you're not
1: talking about your Peggy, you
0: know? <clears throat> I think he took a bit of turkey leg. That was a bad for him. Yeah, <laughs> glory days. None of that this year, Popey. I think we're sticking indoors, your Christmas Day saying. Well, just, just
1: sort of making the most of being in Tier 2 while it lasts. It yeah. sounds as though, I think from the 30th of December onwards, I've got a feeling there'll be a, uh, another national lockdown, similar yeah. to the one that we first had yeah. back in, I think, March or April now, wasn't it? I think the, oh, Boris has uh, made the government... Already said there's going to be a government announcement on the 30th of December. So I think just to act as a deterrent to stop people getting together on New Year's Eve, I think they'll probably... Implement some sort of yeah national lockdown midnight potentially on thirtieth of December. So yeah, I'm just just making the most of any slight relaxation in the restrictions up until then. You see, so so, so I
0: see. So 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 rather than help maintain Liverpool's you know improved position, you're you're gonna get out there and and accelerate the spreading for us. Make sure we get into that lockdown in January. Are you? <laughs>
1: Just get, well, I think that's I think national lockdowns yeah, happening no matter what really. So yeah, in, in what has been a, one probably the worst year on record, certainly since I've been alive. Yeah, why not why not try and enjoy yourself at Christmas? And if the governments are saying that would are you two, then who am I to argue? Yeah. So yeah. Christmas Day, you're gonna go to Louisa's mum's with a nan and auntie and her kids, something to eat, and then see me mum and me
0: nan at, at, at some point. Like So, um, yeah, why not, eh? Bit of family gear. Lovely stuff, lad, lovely stuff. We will do, I'm thinking, Popey, if we can get a show in next week, we'll do a 2020 review show. Highlights from the show, best bets we've had, worst bets we've had, funniest shouts, that sort of thing. If if you're up for that, if we can sneak one out and maybe get it in uh, the first few days of the new year, maybe get it out there, might, might be good fun.
1: Well, if it's a highlight
0: show, it's not going to last very long, is it? <laughs> Low light, possibly. Low light show.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's more apt, yeah. Fucking hell, how long have you got
0: there? Might have to be. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. We'll,
1: struggle. But, we'll uh, struggle. You wanted to talk about your man.
0: Well, where else are we going to start? Yeah, let's let, let, it's episode 30. Where else are we going to start this show than the main man, Bobby Firmino? Bobby's
2: back!
1: It's a nice ball by Firmino that finds some space here.
2: For the Liverpool left-back, Robertson, and they're streaming forward, Liverpool. Here's Firmino in the middle, who took it brilliantly. That is outstanding. What a brilliant goal from
1: back to front for Liverpool. And it's finished off by Roberto Firmino for 3-0. That is just quality, again, what we're saying. The move, the counter-attack, the, the bodies that Liverpool get forward. The touch from Firmino is absolutely beautiful. <laughs> B A C K, baby. <Bah.
0: laughs> he never went anywhere in my eyes, and Mark Davis's eyes, and Tommy Standish's eyes. Loyal supporters of the Bobby old fan club. That how good he looked last couple of games. Oh.
1: can you're over egging the custard slightly. Ah, here
0: he um,
1: is. There he is. Well, i no, hang on a minute. But how bad has he looked up until the last couple of games? So any slight improvements on his past performances from this season is obviously going to be magnified, really, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I, um, yeah. well, he, he, he look, don't get me wrong, you look good on Saturday, but tell me a Liverpool player who didn't look good on Saturday, let's be mm. honest. Mm. And then against Tottenham, I don't think he was unbelievable. Obviously, he got a last-minute winner, but I, I, I certainly wouldn't be getting too carried away. And it was, I was pleased to see as well that um, he showed from our last show, was validated by Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher last night. Probably the two most respected pundits in England, I'd say. Their team of the year, calendar year two thousand and twenty. Obviously Firmino you know, didn't get a shout. Mane didn't even make it your boy, Manet. Oh tell you who did though, Son from Tottenham. Oh, son, you? oh. So they're in agreement with me. So and, all right uh, then obviously. It would
0: be an upgrade on Firmino. So all right then, okay. We've done the Bobby thing. I know we've had a bit of back and forth these last couple of weeks since the last show during Liverpool games. And are you saying you'd take Son over money? Because you've been Did saying money. Mane... Say no, but you've been saying money needs a lie down. The way you're hinting at a uh, at your old mate Vegas, Mr. Vegas Wayne Newton. Sounds like you want Klopp to uh, to break the bank for Son in the new year, maybe.
1: I think, just think the player that Klopp would turn him into, you look at what he's got out of Josset already in terms of improvements. He's probably the next, what, 10, 20% on the player he was at Wolves. And that's, what, four, five, six months into his Liverpool career. So, think what he'd do with someone like son. No, I'm not saying I'd take him over my name. So, don't be putting words in my mouth. Don't be discrediting me. I'm just saying that the uh, two pundits who a lot of people respect their opinions and um, let's be honest you've got the biggest job in football being the head pundits for Skyly Sports they had Son in their team of the year uh, the calendar year no mention of Bobby for me you know and yeah, he was in their head of
0: money as well. So I think that speaks volumes, really. You can stick it where the sun don't shine, Popey? Give me Bobby Firmino <laughs> all, all fucking day. Oh, look at this! I was, I was. I'm laughing. Not having
1: this. though. I'm not having the Firmino love fest. And right, he, he, as I say, he was brilliant at the weekend, but he wasn't. I think I need to see it over a longer period rather than just quite a small sample size. I'm not just one of those reactive football fans, fickle football fans who's just going to change my opinion on him after two games. No, I
0: get that, I get However, that.
1: saying, oh, how no, good's Bobby. Well, you've been slating him all season. I'm not talking about you, but the consensus amongst Liverpool fans. He's been getting a lot of stick and a lot of flack. These same Liverpool fans who have been slating him all season. Like, oh, how no, great's Bobby. Yeah, yeah.
0: Right. people are daft. <laughs> games. But you've got to remember, Popey... The of football fans at the end of the day. But you've got to remember, Popey, this is a man... All right, I think Klopp has been very patient with him, but this is a player who, 18 months ago, we were comparing him to the likes of Cantanar and... Dennis Bay Camp and you know I know were, we, it, were you not fuck off. <laughs> What's your problem with him? Hey,
1: no, it's a, hey. I said to you as well. Let's not like sort of get your day, your judgment clouded just because we've got this bet and whatever it is,
0: fourteen, fifteen goals still seems a long way away. By the way, oh, you're so much closer. Dan, be so much closer after seems Christmas. A long- <laughs> it seems a long
1: way away my mate so I wouldn't be getting too excited about that but um, I've lost my train of thought there I've had an email come through sorry trains left um, the station go ahead <laughs> no it's like I said to you just because we've had this bet it, 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 of course I want them to do well any player who represents Liverpool I want them to do well yeah. obviously you do
0: apart from Lucas Leiva maybe might be the one exception
1: possibly yeah Lucas yeah well we'll be getting complaints on the back of that from uh, one of our loyal listeners Tom Ed. I think he's actually the officially the head of the uh, Lucas Lever fan club. They can't go by on uh, one of the WhatsApp groups I'm on with them without them putting some putting some sort of montage up there wow. of Lucas Lever Christ just yeah. playing six yard passes side to side. Yeah, I don't know. How you co- as well.
0: I don't know how you cope with these Liverpool groups. Like you don't get none of them in the Everton ones I'm in.
1: Well, do you know, I was going to say I think this is why I'm so impassioned about my opinion on Firmino in particular. Because I'm fucking sick of having it ran down. my throat on one WhatsApp group in particular. How oh, good he is. And i again. I'm not naming the person, but I've I've had the a YouTube montage two minutes yesterday about Firmino, <laughs> like from his time at Anfield. And the person who put it up there was like, and he's just saying Son's better than him.
0: Can you? I was like, uh... oh, okay, just. Can she you
1: constantly ma- run down your throat?
0: Like, can you make sure you forward that clip on to me as soon as the uh, the call ends here, please, Poppy? I'd like to have <laughs> a little watch of that. Yeah, possibly in the shower if you don't mind. Yeah, little... I was going
1: to say, yeah, yeah, you tapped out your wank bank, have you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. It is what it is. We, we, I'm we'll... pleased. I am pleased that he's. Uh, yeah, he's obviously playing better. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, let's just. Uh, to use one of my favourite uh, clichés
0: on the show, let's not overact the cussing. I know you. Are, I know we're talking about the Tottenham game and the Bobby winner there. Um, you've heard me mention LAJ, haven't you? Our mate out there in uh, Los Angeles. I have, mate, yeah. He was actually watching the Spurs game with uh, with Ozzy Osbourne. He's, he's been working as Ozzy Osbourne's uh, personal assistant for the last few months full-time. Wow. Like, I was a little bit worried for Ozzy's health, to be honest with you. Fucking 90-minute winner, Bobby Firmino. He must have screamed the... Uh, Scream the Osborne house down there, mustn't he? You'd imagine.
1: Who does he support, Ozzy?
0: I think, I'll have to ask, I think he's Birmingham, you know. He's a Midlands lad, isn't he, Ozzy? I think he might he be
1: He is, a... yeah, strong, probably like,
0: yeah, I yeah. I think he might be a Birmingham fan. I'll ask Jay when I get off this. In, it
1: in, in, in... wouldn't be a bad show
0: for the death race, Ozzy Osborne. So <laughs> oh, <should laughs> it? fucking hell, lad. is <laughs> <L-A-J's laughs> a listener to the show, like, fucking hell. <laughs> it... Is me, is me bringing possible connections to the table? He was telling me last week he was having to speak to Elton John. How funny is that, lad? He was speaking to Reggie, your boy. Well, so, I'm
1: not having that, really.
0: He, yeah, yeah. He was trying to sort some. Nah, this is a
1: this is a this is a mate of yours who sounds very well connected, to say the least. Yeah. So when are we getting Ozzy on as our next guest? That's well, the million dollar question. I know you don't like to ask for favours. You're quite a proud man in that sense, but I certainly don't mind groveling. Well, certainly like, fit for, for Elton John. I'll do whatever he wants. Literally anything. <laughs>
0: I let the uh, listeners use their own imagination on that front, eh? <laughs> Do you fancy being the new David Furnish over Christmas?
1: If it means getting them on the show, yeah, definitely.
0: You could be in uh, Elton's turkey race there, lad. By the sound of things, Christmas turkey, loads of stuffing. Yeah,
1: yeah. As I say, I- I'd be uh, quite open to that if he comes on the show, gives us an hour of his time. Yeah, I'll certainly give him an hour of my time. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Get the things fool never went. Look at me, I'm coming back again. got a taste of love and a simple way. You need to know i to still standing. You don't fade away. You know, I'm still standing there and I ever did. Look like a true of lava. Feel like a little kid.
0: But yeah, brilliant, as I say. Yeah, uh, I, um, I hope he's listening here, Jay. And, yeah, maybe there is. Maybe there's a play for Reggie down the line if we can get a contact detail. You know, he's a...
1: Certainly Ozzy Osbourne, lad. It's, I, I wouldn't say it's... If he's his personal assistant, he's obviously close to him, so... Yeah. Wouldn't be too big of an ass it if he can spare us, what, 30 minutes of his time. So, uh, I'm just putting it out there if you are listening, LAJ. and know Steve's too proud to ask, but I'm not. So, yeah, if you could yeah, mention it to Ozzy. Yeah, we'll have some of his, uh, his social media following. That would be much appreciated.
0: Absolute social media whore, aren't you? It's a good job. You've not a, uh, you've not got an account, lad. You'd be like one of these fucking influencers, wouldn't you? You probably have your likers on doing squats and everything by the sound of things, probably. What <laughs>
1: like Kelly Malone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Lifting your solo juice crates. Okay, now. Incredible. But <laughs> well, we spent a lot of time on Liverpool, eh? Should we give our blue brothers a quick going over? I know it's it's been tough times for Everton, last few weeks, but Loads of injuries, still getting results, Carlo, getting getting them back up the league.
2: No! Oh, and it's a, a header from Yeri Mina. They are in front again. Gets away from Pepe, gets in front of Saka. And he can't stop it, the goalkeeper almost ends up in the net with it. Loads of
1: injuries, do you want to
0: elaborate on that? Yeah, they've had Diney out, they've had Coleman out, they had Alan, James Rodriguez out for the last game, still managed the three points. Not a great performance, you again. You seem to know
1: more about Everton than you do Liverpool, <laughs> which is a little bit disconcerting.
0: Are you surprised?
1: <laughs> not really, The not. blue
0: under the bed? Well, I don't
1: know what you want from me. You're just trying to stoke the fire, aren't you? are just trying to get a reaction out of me. What do you want?
0: Do you think I should probably not come to you for Everton opinions and just... I think Blue Mick will probably be out of his head-age shelter now, I'd imagine. So, after the uh, the bad few weeks that you've had. I'll get some some footage, some sound from Blue Mick, eh? And... We'll make him the Everton corner. This will be the last time I ask you about the Blue Boys, eh? Unless it's Derby. I was going to say,
1: yeah. If you are getting blue, Mick, then uh, make sure you're having an interpreter to hand, anyway. I
0: <sighs>
1: okay, right.
0: yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. Shall we? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen. But no, it.
1: Everton, well done. There we go. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what more you want me to say. Do I think they'll finish in the top four? One hundred percent, not. Do I think they'll finish in the top six? Yeah, they've got a squeak along with the likes of Wolves and other teams battling out for it. But I tell you what, Paul. What their Achilles heel is, is the lack of squad depth, even though, OK, the apparent injuries that have have recently, the results of the churning out, maybe there is a bit more depth to the squad than what I'd first thought. But again, I think that'll find them out over the fullness of the, the season. And yeah, I certainly think that a little bit vulnerable in the back certainly with the, with Little Arms pick for and goal. so yeah bit of a flash in the pan maybe who knows I definitely think they'll improve on last season and as I say I think realistically top six is probably the best he could hope for but at the same time I'm sure a lot of Everton fans will take that and he certainly would have took it at the start of the season
0: It's a weird league isn't it? Fucking hell like Man United Ollie was getting sacked a few weeks ago all of a sudden a second in the league Leicester seem to be doing shit now they're back up there Everton They're. A Bit of a crisis few weeks, they're right back in the mixer. How do you get your head around it, lad? Wolves, my god, I've backed Wolves for the top four and the top six. They seem to have uh, come apart at the seams. It's a crazy league, apart from really us showing a
1: lot of consistency. I'll tell you the one constant though, cream always rises to the top eh? Liverpool, Mm. the injuries we've had, I don't want want to get too much into it because we've got a, a a track record of yeah. Girl, but Yeah we'll like get
0: you on say, to it's that it's looking
1: good with obviously Thiago coming back and then important squad players like Shakiri and Milner back as well numbers in the middle of the park obviously we've all seen the Van Dyke rehab video which has gone out in the last couple of days so like I've said all along with Van Dyke he's back this season there's no two ways about it March time probably would be my best guess so it's yeah. looking good for us that's all that I'm saying
0: Dr Pope there yeah they fucking Clooney on here are they what makes you say see- <laughs> Certainly look like him. Certainly <laughs> <laughs> look
1: like him. Is that one Probably of the better acting? To be
0: honest with you, <laughs> is that one of the unlikely lookalikes? Is it? Yeah, Pope and George Clooney. I <laughs> will tell you what, that's an I don't think much of myself, Do I? That's an easy segue in. Should we get on to the unlikely lookalikes? A new batch. See this girl, she sort
1: of looks just
2: like you. She even smiles just
1: the way you do. do. So innocent she seemed, but I was Yeah, I've got one And oh. it's not something I've actually, I've actually spoke to you about go on, So man. we'll get my one out the way eh? But Is
0: it from like yourself?
1: Recently, and I know you've been... what, mate? Is it from
0: yourself or is it from someone sent you? To...
1: No, no, it's one of my So it's probably my first ever nomination Oh, here we go un- Unlikely alike.
0: Moment of inspiration
1: probably going to go down like a lead balloon But I'll, I'll throw it out there anyway Go
0: on then I haven't mentioned to you, I know you've
1: been banging on for years about Gamora.
0: Oh, I love Gamora. Started
1: watching it, haven't I? Have you Um, you only
0: just started it, Pope? Yeah, I thought you were a a Gamora fan.
1: Well, do you know what? No, no, no. Do you know what, lad? I'm I'm, I'm embarrassed to admit, but whenever I've searched for Gamora in the past. (laughs) So I've got a chip box, as you know, and it's got every TV series in the world. And I have looked quite a few times over the past year, I think. Yeah. And I tried to search for Gamora, G-A-M.
0: Ah, uh, right, right. You've you've gone around. So it hasn't run. come up,
1: and then I've always just, oh, I've just realised in the last couple of months it's GOM. So anyway, I've just started. I'm two episodes into season two, where uh, Don Pietro has just bailed. His, oh yeah, uh, his lads in Germany. Yeah, yeah, just just completely left them. Not for dead, like, but yeah, just just bombed them basically. So, the, the likely and the obvious look-alike from the show, everyone knows it is obviously Chiro looks like Pep Guardiola, but of I'm course. not that obvious and I do understand the whole point of this particular part of the show. It's unlikely look-alike. So, I'm throwing out there Don Pietro looks like the Juve manager, Sarri.
0: I mean, is, it, is that what you're coming with? That's your, that's your big debut? A, a middle-aged Italian fella looks like a middle-aged Italian fella who both enjoy Siggy. <laughs>
1: The old <laughs>
0: two hours? Do al- you two hours. Fucking Napolitan Nepolit- Bifterheads. That's what you're giving me.
1: Do you say it's more of a likely like than Shiro looking
0: like Guardiola? I'd say it's more. Yeah, I think it would have been a little bit more outside the box if you'd gone Shiro and Pep Guardiola. That's absolutely <laughs> fucking embarrassing. Don't bother next week, Poke. Leave these to me. You can just, you can just look, look them <laughs> off the cover. I, I, like, you know, I, I obviously
1: don't fully grasp but still, do
0: I? <laughs> well, let me get on to these I'll from. I'll tell our... you what, though. Go ahead. Go
1: Sorry, Steve. For, for as good as it's been, and it's really good, really authentic. Obviously, I'm just, just starting on it, really, to an extent, being at the beginning of the season two. But I'll tell you something which will haunt me till the day I die. Fucking hell. Don Pietro, when he gets nicked and he's squatting in that jail cell. <laughs> his big, hairy, rusty sheriff's badge out. So I, I literally couldn't believe
0: it. Reminded me of, do you remember that uh, that boat ride we had to take after the Athens final, was it? I think we had to go across the... What is it? What's the sea there? Is it the Bosphorus or something? I can't remember. We had to go across some fucking river or something to get back to Catalonia. I
2: know,
1: yeah, come on. Oh, we were
0: about yeah. three days in on the ale. I think I'd put a, about two bottles of vodka away on the way there. Who knows how much while in Athens. Bottle of Sambuca with big yeah. McPherson before the game. And it was the same setup, wasn't it? On this little, little ferry across the sea. And you had to go and have a little yeah. shit in the hole in the floor, didn't you? Which would have been quite embarrassing enough, <laughs> but there was a sailor, a bearded guy, looked a bit like fucking Uncle Albert's or only fools and Horses, just sat in the corner watching you, collecting very, change. You're, uh, yeah,
1: you're very... What you'd expect a sailor to look like, be, look like basically, yeah. just Captain Bird's
0: that, in yeah. the corner. <laughs> sat in the corner. With his what? ice cream tub collecting change on his stool. It was, well, on his stool while you were... Uh, while you squeezed <laughs> your stool out, like, it was... <sighs> That'll live with me forever, Poppy. About that trip, you know.
1: Well, I like the fact that I remember everyone went for a dump because obviously it's day three of a lads trip and away. Like so, everyone went for a dump and they were a little bit unnerved by uh, by Uncle Albert in the corner. I went in there, wasn't unnerved at all. Other shit, I my rabbit droppings. That they were, that's what they were a uh, semblance of, which was a little bit worried. You balls. On the uh, way back to the UK, so I went in there, told you about it. You went in. Not only did you manage to, to squeeze an easy one out, similar to your um, your technique when you go to lap dancers with, with strippers, you didn't break eye contact with them, did it? Didn't you stare him out as you were dumping and he was just looking at you on a stool in the corner?
0: Yeah, we went straight eye to eye for a good uh, good two-minute squeeze there, yeah.
1: Just a big stare out, yeah. Fantastic stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll get back there one day, Popey, I think, won't we? I'd love to do a Champions League final again with you, lad. They were some of the greatest, greatest times Of our lives, weren't they then? Brilliant, good times, like, yeah, yeah. We'll get stuck in. Captain Bird's
1: eye, notwithstanding, but yeah,
0: good stuff, good stories to talk about, So 20 years on anyway. Unlikely lookalikes, Cavani was one I was missing, remember I was missing the triple threat last week? I was missing You hear me, yeah? So it's from Jordan Doyle, and it's actually Susie Dent from Countdown's Dictionary Corner. Oh, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. You I see it? I hate it, by the way, but come. Edison Cavani, yeah, yeah, so I'm not a bad show from JD there. We've got a couple from your mate Liam Rowlands, who I know you like to rubbish. Rafa Benitez and Seinfeld's Newman, <laughs> which... Newman. There's something there, have a little look.
1: Here we go. Talking about cliches on the show, that's got to be one
0: of them, hasn't it? There's something there. Well, the, it's the tagline, isn't it, for the unlikely lookalikes, I think. Rafa, the Spanish waiter from yeah, Brooklyn. There,
1: yeah, I, yeah, I recognise that guy, Wayne Knights from uh, Jurassic Park.
0: Well Jurassic Park, he was also sweating cobs when uh, Sharon Stone was about to open her legs, wasn't he? On uh, Basic basic instinct, I think. Oh that yeah, she was yeah, 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 I remember that well actually, yeah. As we she all were. He... Me, you, Jackie <laughs> Jackie Junior and his mate Dino, I think in the Sopranos, weren't they watching it at, at some point?
2: Kid was always a dumb fuck though, wasn't he? Didn't he almost drown in three inches of water? The penguin exhibit.
0: In the sopranos? Yeah, they
2: were actually, yeah, yeah. Another, That's right, yeah.
0: Another one from Man, Liam. Another one from Liam, Curtis Jones, and Mr. baines from The Simpsons. <laughs>
1: outrageous really, it no.
0: There's something in the mouth and the teeth, you
1: know. No, but there's not though. Is there? There's really not something there, or something in the mouth, or like you no. said in the past, something in the eyebrows. Gotta there's be. nothing there. Gotta be. No, not seeing it. Can we just, just, just well, before you continue with the unlikely look alike, just a brief segue while you're talking about Curtis Jones, our 33 to one shot that we put up on the podcast mm. a couple of weeks ago, it's looking yeah. good, isn't it?
0: I think it's the best tip we've given so far, that Popey. Well, I yeah, know it's not coming, but for it to go from 30 freeze to freeze in a week since we put it up, and that's a best price freeze. I think there might be a bit of nine to four about him. How oh, good's he look, lad? Fucking El Tiago might have his way cut out with getting back in the team. <laughs> I'm
1: serious. This is sort of wants us to discuss with you because I, I, I tell you, obviously, he was man of the match up Liverpool's best player against Fulham, uh, arguably Liverpool's best player against Tottenham. Uh, but on the it was the Tottenham performance in particular that caught everyone's attention in the media, former players, yeah. journalists alike. Yeah, that's what sort of shifted the price because everyone was literally waxing lyrical on the back of his, his Tottenham performance that Danesk it was being called. Mm. So that's obviously good news for us, having punted on it at thirty three to one. Have you got any concerns with sort of? Obviously, he's a squad player. Our strongest three in midfield, you'd probably say a Henderson, Genie and Thiago when they're all fit. Have you got any concerns with, obviously, Milner coming back now, Shakiri coming back, Nabi starting at the weekend. Have you got any concerns for game time or lack of game time? No. From now until the end of the season or not?
0: None at all. No. I think Klopp's one who rewards someone who... who... Stands up and be countered, won't he? I mean, he's needed him. He's needed to lean on him. He's done an unbelievable job. Pope, he scores that goal against Fulham. He's on the plane for me. you know where took. Do,
1: oh, do you know what? I was watching that game. And I said, I was watching it with Jimmy and Mark. And I said, that that would have been a ticket book to the Euros. That goal. He'd he done the hard part. he skinned everyone. He just needed to finish it.
0: I'm telling it you now, be- lad. I'm telling you now. The- Got Gar- Gareth Southgate would have sat up from ironing and his fucking cardigan on a Sunday night there if he'd have put that in and he'd have had his, he'd have, he'd have had his name down on the plane. He'd have been booking fucking reservations for Mr Jones, I'm telling you. No two ways about it. Uh, we're in a good place, though,
1: I think, barring and injury and he's yeah. just improving. He's getting better week in, week out, as, as Klopp tends to do with players, especially the young players. And yeah, put it this way, we're in
0: yeah, we're in a good position regardless, i backed them a 33-1, to one. so and there's hopefully plenty. some of our uh, listeners followed suit. They have done Popey, I've had many messages, there's, there's a few jumped on Curtis there yet, so so fingers crossed we can bring it a, a bit of a nice anti-post touch there. A couple more on the unlikely lookalikes front. What's the Tottenham lad called, lad? How do you pronounce it? Stephen Baywine? Bear, is it? Baywin? Yeah, something like that. I'll put this one up on Instagram, him and Brooklyn Beckham, fantastic shout. That's from Ben the Barber at Strock and Blade on Instagram. It's just perfect. It's it's interracial. It's uh,
1: is it everything you're looking for? Basically, it's fantastic. In this segment?
0: Yeah, it's wonderful. It's absolutely fucking wonderful. Genuinely, let's have a
1: look.
0: Have a look at Brooklyn Beckham. Excited
1: about this, Stephen.
0: That's no, great. It's great. There's something in the eye shape. There's something in the nose, the mouth. It's ah, that. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah,
1: it. I do actually speak, yeah. It's a good show, it's okay. Yeah, I don't know. So what, you... what I really need to aspire to be, basically.
0: That's what you're looking for, Popey. Dear. Okay, okay. A little bit more we'll of a an... we
1: start next year as a fresh 2021 and hopefully I've, I can bring something more to the table and, uh, yeah, an Italian bifterhead who <laughs> looks like an Italian bifterhead. <laughs>
0: We've got Roberto Martinez and Uncle Junior from Chris Towers. Have you seen Bobby from, um, Bobby Martinez recently? He looks like Uncle Junior in the nursing home years, like he's freezing fucking cold. That baldy head's out. Get an hat, Bobby, get a fucking hat, Bobby Brown shoes. I'm a baldy man myself. You need some, uh, you need some wool up top. Um, (laughs) <laughs> just have a look at Roberto Martinez recently in BT studio or, or recent images and he just he's, he's perishing he's perishing like Uncle Junior in a Belmont nursing home he, do you know what?
1: that's a good shot actually yeah <laughs> I haven't seen him for a while as you'd expect like I wouldn't go out my way to, to, to certainly look for Bobby Martinez and obviously he's not really in, in the press or the papers in England anymore with him being the uh Belgian manager but yeah it could
0: be something there to a something one, that something fair enough there, something there he's one of mine I've had like I know I've had some great ones oh recently. here we go who
1: haven't
0: you had but Bobby for me uh, Bobby Martinez isn't a great one for me Is it? I mean I'll I'll take whatever they <laughs> throw at me <laughs> certainly not a great one for him <laughs> <laughs> uh, last one last one last one maybe the best one we've ever had I put it up on Instagram today Yeri Mina well, Hang
1: on a minute Before you go into it I think up to now The best we've ever had Is Gandolfini and Gerrard I think Yeah I think that's probably The best we've had Up until this point at least oh. So let's see what you've got
0: Well that was Ben the Barber as well strop and Blade But the one that went up today Popeye, I know you've been swamped today With work That's why we're doing the caller three o'clock on a Tuesday uh, Yeri Mina The Everton centre-back And Strictly star Made in Chelsea star Jamie Lang <laughs> She's going on Instagram. She's going on Instagram there and just tell me that I've done the aisle split face. (laughs)
1: Who's done this?
0: this Who's it off? This is from TomGT6 on Instagram. Good, loyal listener and loyal follower of ours. Have a little look at that. Have a little look
1: at that. (laughs) It's decent, lad. It's decent. I I don't know whether it quite tops Gandalfian. No. Gerard, probably because those two men are two, two my biggest heroes of all time.
0: Yeah, so it's a bring... So I'm,
1: I'm, te- I'm, I'm bound to be a little bit more biased towards that lookalike, but yeah, it's certainly up daily.
0: Well, speaking of Liverpool heroes, I mean, I, I don't know how to do this subtly and gently, but should we move on to the updating the death race? No, nobody had Gerard Houllier. <laughs> nobody had Barbara Windsor. <laughs> Can I honestly ask people to stop texting me and stop messaging? Obviously all I do is ask for interaction off you and I really appreciate it but can you stop <laughs> texting me when a when a celebrity dies? I'll let you know shortly. How how are when, you gonna announce
1: the winner of the death race? Just put it on the Instagram page.
0: I'll let you know. I'll let so you in know In order for
1: people to stop contacting you yeah. whenever anyone snuffs it. Yeah. What are you saying here and now you'll let people know as and when someone's won it by just putting it on the Instagram page? Absolutely. Or is that too public? No I'm just gonna keep it to the episodes. No, I've got me pod.
0: I've got me list. I've got me list of, of people and how, and
1: how big's the list now, what are we talking? Ten, twenty, what?
0: There's not lo- do you know what I'm using our John's laptop here, so I haven't got it. There's not loads. I think I think people have found it a little bit distasteful. There's a there's a strong
1: <laughs> strong
0: strong nucleus of about six people who've been who oh, wow. who in the hat. Maybe we'll get a few more on the back of this episode and bringing it back up. I don't know. I don't want to push it too much, but yeah guys girls I- i'll let you know when when there is a winner i'll let you know subtly I- i'll feed it through the instagram or or on this episode the cjo biden was getting the uh, the vaccine live on tv yesterday or the day before yeah yeah seeing. so
1: what are you looking for some sort of adverse complication like?
0: we can only hope for complications can't we <laughs>
1: I think I, in hindsight Barbara Windsor was a shout obviously mm-hmm. in hindsight they were all a shout I get that but she lost her mind what five years ago something like that So, she did yeah. just slippery slope since then for them. Um...
0: Yeah, the former landlord of the Queen Vic. but... A few words I'll on who goes on, eh? <laughs> well, it doesn't go on for fucking Barbara Windsor or, or poor Gerard Hulier, <laughs> does it? Unfortunately. <laughs> Have you got any words on Hulier, lad? I know it's been a bit Liverpool centric already tonight, but it, what, big loss. Our Paul sent me a tribute video of him on last Wednesday. I'd had a few pints of Guinness the night before with our May Philly Wainwright and, uh, and Davey e. Mack, Dave McCabe. Fucking sent me and yeah. do you know, lad? I was. Uh, tears were streaming down my face, like him talking about Anfield, him talking about. His passion for the club and whatnot. Uh, lovely guy, Wani. Lovely, intelligent, gentle guy, Julia. Liverpool meant six years of
2: happiness to me. The club is in my heart and one of the most fantastic clubs in the world. I've always said that the club comes first. I'm not here for myself, I'm just here for the club.
0: You can never take away from me time,
2: success, and fantastic relationship I've had with the players my staff,
0: and, of course, with the supporters.
1: Yeah, well, not, not, not just that, really, just as Liverpool fans of our generation, I was born, we were both born in 85, where we, we were yeah. sort of, we were too young to remember the glory years of or of we were born after, the glory years which started sort of, obviously Shankly built us into the team we were, but the real glory years were Paisley from like 77 and then through Fagan and then leash up until about 1990. We missed out on all of that. Yeah. So the 1990s under the likes of Graham Souness. We had some good times with Roy Evans, but in comparison to what our dads and uncles had witnessed as Liverpool fans, we'd missed out on all of that. And then, obviously, Gerard Hurley joined the club and no one will ever forget the treble. So, for young Liverpool fans who've never had, never tasted any success, for us, winning that treble, the League Cup, the FA Cup and the UEFA Cup in... Is it two
0: thousand and one? Was it? It was, it was, lad. Yeah,
1: yeah. That was just like for me that that's something that'll always live with me. And obviously, mm-hmm. we've been lucky enough since then with Benitez winning the Champions League, and now obviously Klopp are winning leagues again and yeah. winning
0: Champions League again. But, but there is none that of was that. Just the start of it. Really. But, but there is none of that, Pop. For us, that's what There is none of that without Julio. You don't get to Klopp without Julia getting you back on the map and establishing you in Europe yeah, again. It, it, that that comes from Gerard, doesn't it? Really. And you mentioned in the League Cup and that day, Popey, We actually. Through my old footy manager, Ken Smith, he actually done the tiling of this hotel in Cardiff, this top hotel where the Liverpool players stayed. So we actually stayed Who did? Who no, no. Really. <laughs> well, maybe Roy Evans, possibly, after he was uh, he was ousted. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely got a trade on the side, isn't he,
1: Roy, like yeah, one
0: of the boys. I can't imagine Roy shed any fucking tears, did he last week? I don't know. Maybe he might be speaking <laughs> out of Speaking out of turn on on that front, but we actually stayed in the hotel with the footy players, with the management, with Hulia and all that the night before and uh, the day of the game and we kind of seen them all pissed and we seen Hulia, he was lovely with everyone, all the players, everyone bladded lad because they kind of celebrated that League Cup win. Because they knew they had games coming up and they had, uh, obviously, a FA Cup final coming up down the line or an FA Cup run coming down the line. We were still in the league hunt. That was, the League Cup was actually before an international break. So we stayed up all night. My ma was fucking singing to Sammy Ippier, kissing his head. Our John fell a kip out of his feet in fucking Ziga's soup. Ziga hadn't been to bed. I think he was playing for Germany on the Tuesday. Fucking incredible night! I'll try and dig the video. <laughs> well, don't forget out.
1: as well that season that we did win the treble and then we won the charity shield and the super cup, so effectively five trophies in the calendar year. Yeah. Don't forget as well that season we also finished in the Champions League as well for the first time yeah. in a long time, really. Mm. So, so that just sort of yeah makes it even a, a bigger achievement, really. But on a personal level as well, yeah, I remember the card the finals. In 2001, I went with my dad to obviously the League Cup, Birmingham, when we beat them. that was uh, the one. And then the Michael Owen final against Arsenal a few months later. So it's on a a sort of personal note as well, that's something I'll always work on family. And and obviously, big loss and a sad loss. And obviously, he was at no age as well nowadays. No, uh, no. made it even, even sadder, really. But yeah, thanks for the memories anyway, Gerard.
0: He's right, Gerard. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, nobody had him either at the same time. There was a few. There was a few people asking. We actually had a uh, a Hollywood submission this week.
1: Well, on that one, on the, on the no th- uh, basically, sorry to cut you up, but a little bit of, of a more obscure one from the last last month is uh, Debo from Friday Fame.
0: Yeah, he, yeah. he passed
1: away in his sixties. Think a couple of
0: weeks ago, like so that was. I think that would have been a bit too obscure, really, wouldn't it? You're, you're looking at a two hundred to one shot or something. there, If anyone went for you, you'd need odds if you were taking Debo, wouldn't you? But maybe if someone had a bit of inside knowledge, knew about his uh, yeah, yeah. So his, his lifestyle—that's yeah. the key, isn't it? That, that's what I suspect with our John with uh, Michael Parkinson. Like I think he's. The way he was in there so quick on park yeah, it's it's as if he's he's read some medical records or something, no, John, I don't know. <laughs> I think the end might be nigh. Is is the one
1: from Hollywood
0: then? Well, it's it's Uncle Douglas, isn't it? He's 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 nominated himself, Michael Douglas. It is Michael Douglas's own submission to the to the death race, two thousand and twenty.
2: Hi, Steve. It's uh, your old ball breaking buddy here. I uh I just wanted to put forward myself into the uh, death challenge, please. First past the post, first past the gates, should we say? Challenge, yeah. Um, Catherine Zira has been uh, making some really, I would say, sadistic comments about my my appearance lately, and uh, I have looked in the mirror, and I have to agree, I am fucked so yeah if you don't mind i would like to go to the big pearly gates and meet papa and we could possibly handle a couple of the old uh the old broads from the past in the uh, celebrity brothel maybe up there yeah i hope that's uh i hope that's a possibility Mm. thanks steve take care fantastic (laughs) <laughs> just fantastic just a little
1: good stuff lad isn't he he delivers once again Uncle Douglas and um, <sighs> yeah as I say it needs to be a permanent fixture on the show I think he does He loved does. by the listeners the only feedback I get on the show actually is 90% of it to do with Uncle Douglas <sighs> people want not keep it coming Just think do you said, think that's part of the beauty just in uh, just, small doses just, do well, think?
0: just when it comes in just when it comes in I think we've got to go we've got to go with it and and
1: Don't go chasing it, just let it come in,
0: no, yeah, actually. I mean, and that is such a such a comedy such a comedy angle that isn't it? Michael Douglas on on the, on the cabs in Aylewood, submitting himself to to our death race like <laughs> oh, can, outstanding. Could um, I was reading read, I was reading this read. week, Popey, another Hollywood star who, who no one's gone for, a favourite on the show, Chris. What can, could uh, could Chris be a contender? Apparently he's never owned a phone. I was reading that he's he's never owned a computer or a laptop, and he's never sent an email in, in his life. Is he is he the Ben Pope of Hollywood, Christopher Walken?
1: <laughs> no, I'm I'm not even I'm that extreme. That just that that can't be that can't be true. That's got to be false news, fake news. Do you think? Fake news? No, of, he's oh, never owned a phone. How do people oh, get in touch with him, Steve? I, I don't know.
0: I don't know. There's means pigeons or what? What are we talking? Home is he Hollywood's very own Jack Duckworth? Wow. Send me a telegram. I can imagine he probably needs sending. Send me a
1: wood pigeon. Yeah. Tell me Send a pigeon. me a wood pigeon.
0: You're Gonna reach me by crow, please. <laughs> it just seems
1: too extreme to me. It just seems far too extreme. How would you just? How would you get older? And that's he's obviously on the telephone. Unless there's, unless that's a um, sort of minor detail. Mm,
0: i don't These rented know.
1: phones potentially who knows i don't know me it just seems a little bit too extreme for me creative true but yeah not even i am that extreme as you know bit, bit of a um, social media
0: bit of a luddite yeah yeah exactly
1: yeah but uh, yeah certainly not not that extreme like yeah
0: Be damned if i have to send an email i don't know wouldn't I-
1: sell many wouldn't sell, wouldn't sell many absorbent pads would i if, no, uh, no. If they'd known a the phone or, or send
0: emails, this is what I mean. But how would not going to sell themselves. Are these things? How would we know if Christopher Walken has actually died? He might have been sat off in his fucking in his Hollywood condo for the last two months, and he's <laughs> just he's just had no scripts come in, so his agents hasn't been in touch, and he's he's laying out there <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> Smart,
2: isn't
1: it? So anyway, yeah, I'll uh, I'll take that as a compliment. I think
0: so. Yeah, if the listeners, again, I'm not. Making a call out, but if anyone wants to get involved in this in this death race, you know where we are. Just just send us a message, but don't send me a message of people who have died because I'm going to stop replying to them. I think.
1: Mm, so I, I I put myself forward as slight favourites at this stage, just purely <laughs> given his age. Tom Moore don't really need to elaborate on it more than that. If. Said what I've had to say on the matter in previous episodes, but yeah, I think I fancy me chances. Like, so we, we will see. Time we, will tell. Ultimately,
0: should we get on to some more predictions? Popey Keegan of the week.
1: You, now you know him better than anybody. Probably, do you back him to score quickly? Yes or no? Yes. Yeah. Tony Hessen. no Argentina.
0: Oh, always watch it. Predictions that have gone wrong. I've got a. Have you got any of them for us, Popey? I've got a, just just three of them this week. Um, well, the
1: obvious one, which you'll no doubt have yourself, uh, and a lot was made about it, and, and rightly so, is, uh, is Tim Sherwood. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I put it up on the Instagram right away, Popey. Now, I don't know how you topped that Pope. That is the epitome of what we're trying to do here. The the original one, the Kevin Keegan <laughs> one, he's make he's put on the spot to make a prediction. He makes the prediction, it goes wrong within a split second. <laughs> exactly the same with Sheawood, wasn't it? Um, another corner. Not too worried about these corners. I mean it might come back to bite me here, but I think Tottenham have got the dominant dominancy in the air there, you know, so not sure anyone can get the head on the first ball for Liverpool apart from that one. Oh, oh Sim. it's him.
2: Oh, it's Firmino in the 90th minute.
0: Wow, what a header. What an incredible header that is.
2: We have to have a look here again. The marking was terrible. <laughs> I've had suggestions
1: from, from two of our listeners anyway, Craig, Craig Ricks, and Mark Davis. Okay. MD Fitness. They have gone as far as to say we should rename. Keegan of the week, Sherwood of the week. Yeah, yeah. For space of time, at least. Yeah, okay. So there, there might be something through that. But on Tim Sherwood, though, I, I just need to get on my soapbox a little bit now. Nice. And have
0: one of my rants. Please do, because he's horrible. Um, I hope you're going down that path with Can't stand I? the man. Oh.
1: Really can't stand the man. Oh. It's as if, it, it's basically, it's as if him and his mate, Stuart Pearce, who I like to call the thespian, have swallowed the thesaurus. They're a real pair of wordsmiths, honestly. I can I can listen to Stuart Pearce especially speak for about five minutes and not understand the word, he says. It's as if the pair of them are just trying to overcompensate for how thick they really are. To put it this way, I once heard Sherwood when he was asked that, when he was Tottenham manager after a heavy defeat, whether he'd, he'd still be Tottenham manager tomorrow. And his answer was, uh, you'd have to ask my employees. Now, I, he either thought that Tottenham, was a democracy, or, or Daniel Levy, as the chairman of the club, was his employee. Fuck knows. But I just think the pair of them, Tim Shea with the word Smith, and <laughs> Stuart Pierce, thespian, I really can't stand the pair of them, Stuart, really can't.
0: Stuart Pierce surprised me, because he's, he's a bit of a uh, punk rocker, isn't he? Pierce. now he's into his uh, Johnny Rotten and his tattoos just and whatnot. Just listen to
1: him interviewed, I've, 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 there's, 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 there's a good reason he hasn't been seen for a while. I think everyone's on it now. Psycho? They, they, they're, trying to, they're trying to make out as though they're like, sort of, Oxford professors, basically, rather than just being themselves. Yeah. And they're just literally just putting big words in there that they don't understand, no one else understands, and it's got no context to what they're actually talking about. Uh, I've I've noticed it loads of times. I'm using that one for Sherwood as an example, but Pierce is just as bad, yeah. Real pair of words, Smith's the pair of them. The big, big, big gripe of mine, really, really is. And I was I was gutted to see the return of Tim Sherwood as a BBC pundit as a BT pundit recently yeah. was I know obviously the two of them, him and Piers are like, haven't really been seen for a while have they? and I think everyone's just cottoned onto to the nonsense, basically, so...
0: Psycho babble, <laughs> you could time. say. What, mate? Psycho <laughs> babble, you could say, from from Pierce. by the sound of things.
1: Just, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Fucking awful. I just, um, yeah, really don't like the pair of them for that reason. Well, just s- be who you are at the end of
0: the day, do you know what I mean? Well, you won't, you won't be surprised to see me nominate uh, this next fella for, for some... What's become a very regular babble, Tony Bellew took to his podcast, I think he's got a podcast hasn't he, or he was certainly a guest on a podcast, and he declared that Callum Smith will knock out Canelo in round 7, didn't, didn't think that he could knock him out, but he will knock out Canelo in round 7, how did that go Tony? <laughs>
1: And again, just going back to our episode from a couple of weeks ago, Daddy Matthews, although he didn't name the round, he made a very similar prediction, didn't
0: he? He did, he did. Um, I, 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 I want to get your opinion oh, on the fight, really. Uh, what, what did you make of the fight? Did you, did you stay up and watch it? We've we done it here.
1: No, why, why would I? Because I told you how it was going to go. Yeah. I think I'm seen as, as being on the show for people's amusement, really. A little bit of a joke piece, do you know what I mean? A little bit of a... A
0: clown, dare well, I say. Funny how? I funny how, yeah. Weren't we going to do that? Well, what's happened to that, pope? Are you were going to do the good fellas? You know, should we should we wing it now well, and do well, it, maybe? Like, well, like I
1: amuse you? Yeah. Funny how? <laughs> what am I? What
0: am I, a clown? <laughs> no, you know, you're funny. You know, you're you a funny guy. No, I, I don't
1: know. You said it. I don't know.
0: Funny how? <laughs> like, well, I'm here to amuse you. I'm a clown. I'm funny. You're funny, you know. You're, you're a funny guy.
1: Hey, <laughs> There we go That's all I've got It's not bad Worth the wait
0: You might be a better actor Than Clooney Looking at that Pope it's beautiful <laughs> <laughs> I could
1: I, I could sense You were fucking Shitting your cacks From here Weren't you I could smell it Through the speakers <laughs> The fear <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god fantastic yeah go on go on sorry I'm bell you
1: no but when we go through when you troll through you mentioned there you want to do a highlights show next week when you troll through mate I've come out with a lot of good takes on this show and I know it was obvious and you agreed with me in all fairness so I can't take all credit but there was only ever going to be one winner that fight yeah. You're talking about a generational boxer yeah. who's pound for pound this century top five certainly top ten pound for pound boxers yeah. since the year 2000 against, all right, Callum Smith, he's a scouser, we want him to do well, I want him to win. But he was never going to win, realistically. No. Boxing is all about levels, as you know. So it doesn't, I thought far too much, far too much was made about the height, Besides, disparity between the two. Yeah. You're looking at, using using Mike Tyson as a perfect example, one of the shortest heavyweights of all time. At the same time, he was the most feared heavyweight, the most explosive heavyweight of all time. He was knocking out fellas who were a foot taller than him. Yeah. What does that mean? Height doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't. But people were latching on to it. And I spoke to people, me too, were like, oh, I reckon he's got a chance, Callum Smith. Nah. Why? No. Why do you think that? No, I thought he about something like Canelo here. It's levels. Yeah. It's levels apart. I thought so he'd for get... To... You to come out with something like that doesn't surprise me, but it's just absolute nonsense it's at the just,
0: same time. Is it just a little bit nauseating as well, the Scousers, with the big shouts about the fellow Scousers? Is it just a bit... <sighs> A bit naff like. Does Tony on his podcast this week have to discuss this? Does he have to nominate himself for a, a Keegan of the week, say, or a, a Bellew of the week, as it's called over on, on the Nuts House podcast? Or does it just get get forgotten about? You know, you're paid to make predictions, you're paid to, to talk some sense and shed some light on a fight. Or is this is this it? Is it the Stephen A thing now with the likes of Bellew? Are he just trying to say stuff? To make Just people, yeah,
1: basically, theater, yeah, to make people talk about it, and, and without that... any substance potentially, but they like they like high school cheerleaders, yeah. At the same time, I think you, you're onto something there, Steve. And you're right, and if you, you, you're going out there on a limb with a prediction such as that, there's got to be some sort of accountability at the same time, mm. and you've got to address it after after the fact. I op- he's got to address it. well, yeah, I was well, I was wrong there. Mm. But what he'll probably do, he'll brush it under the carpet as they
0: often tend to do. I hope he's not a gambler, put it that way. Some terrible, terrible shouts. Speaking of Panto... Has he la- got a podcast, by the way? I think so, yeah.
1: By all accounts, yeah. I would presume he gets
0: more listens than us, like, but it's not hard, is it? Well, it wouldn't be hard, would it? But no. fucking hell, that's not something I'd rush out to listen to, to be honest with you. No, 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 I know. He it's hasn't been... had Tim
1: Sherwood and Stuart Pearce on by any chance, has
0: he? <laughs> the Dream Team. <laughs> Christmas special. Yeah, there. The last one for me, Keegan, of the week, was just Jose Mourinho, just in general. He's just become a clown again, hasn't he? You're speaking of Panto there. It must be Panto season with him. The best team lost the game.
1: Yes. But, do you know what? Just Klopp's gone even further up in my estimations on the back of the blatant and obvious mind games that Mourinho's been trying to play for the last couple of weeks, even. A few weeks ago, he's been talking about Liverpool. Klopp just hasn't reacted to it, hasn't risen to it. And look at the outcome. We're back at the top of the league, and then they've what lost three on the bounce. It's it, uh, it's embarrassing. Really,
0: it's it? embarrassing for Mourinho though, because he really has been playing down Liverpool are a what was it? Liverpool at a racehorse, Tottenham are a pony. All this, he he's really been projecting that he doesn't think they're in the title race when he absolutely does. He's absolutely had (laughs) visions of him coming and stealing this league with his fucking horrible park-the-bus tactics that don't even work. I'm sorry, Uh, the commentators were trying to make out like he'd nearly pulled off this great fucking plan. If you park the bus... You don't concede fucking 11 one-on-ones, you know. That's not a Rigo yeah. Saki's defensive fucking unit. He's looked out on yeah. us missing chances that the game was even close. We should have been fucking far and out of, uh, and out the way before those chances with Harry Kane and whoever else missed a, uh, a couple of chances that they had. But the thing with... Marie... Brooklyn
1: Beckham missed one, didn't he, One-on-one at
0: the post. Yeah, Brooklyn Beckham hit the post, yeah. <laughs> but it's just it's just very strange. And, and our loyal listener, John mullin a, a mate of ours, he says it. They're just absolutely psychopaths and sociopaths for football managers. <laughs> They're just nuts. From Mourinho to Klopp to fucking Pep, they are absolutely unstable guys. And I think you've got to be to be in that game, haven't you? Yeah,
1: you've got to be a. Yeah, you've got to have a narcissistic element, certainly. Mourinho. Uh, well, is it just a, a, an out and out narcissist? Really, isn't he? He's not letting it go, is he? Even, even come the weekend, he was still talking about us and how. Yeah. You know, yeah, obviously Klopp shouldn't have won uh, whatever FIFA Culture of the Year, which oh is stuff which doesn't involve him or is oh not to dear. do with him. And as I say, I just think given how managers in the past Keegan crumbled under Ferguson's mind games. Rafa Benitez did under Ferguson's mind games. Fact. Mourinho's had the upper hand of certain Liverpool managers in the, the the recent past. Yeah. And it's just great for Klopp not to rise to it basically and let the uh, let our performances out on the pitch. It had that Do feeling for us and...
0: It had that feeling of of Mourinho of um, Benitez facts, I thought Mourinho. It was really, really embarrassing for him.
1: Bit of a meltdown, really, wasn't it?
0: And he took the heat off Klopp because Klopp's been the one who's been getting a bit of stick for how he's been dealing with this fixture pile up. He kind of stepped in and became the laughing stock.
1: Yeah, definitely. Good nomination there. So what are we deciding on, by the way? Are we gonna keep it as Keegan of the week? Just because you can't be asked changing the sound bites well, and the uh, the imaging and what have you. Let's have or a look. Just let's... For one week at least just change it to, to Sherwood of the week.
0: Let me have a word with our good mate Patty McNeil, Danny McNeil, killer crab men, and we'll see if he can bang a little a uh, little Tim Sherwood montage for us together. Maybe we can
1: switch... just for one week only. I don't yeah. want to I don't want to have him I don't want it to be a long standing Part of the show? No, I think that would be for me to pack my bags and bail, which a lot of listeners would probably be pleased to hear. But yeah, just one week and one week only, and then we'll revert back to site with uh, with Keegan.
0: What a show that'd be! My conversations with Tim Sherwood. Oh,
1: <laughs> just literally, just yeah, you're talking about narcissists. There, there you go. Mm, Case that, in point, Tim Sherwood. He'd just be talking about himself, wouldn't he, for an hour each week,
0: as we do most of the time.
1: Can yeah you... I, th- I think that There's more layers To us though I think I think we're a little bit More interesting Than fucking Tim With Jesus Christ <laughs> At least I hope I am
0: anyway Otherwise I've got nothing To live for <laughs> Well I want I want you to live A little bit longer Popey And I want you To give us some Tips of the week Is the betting sabbatical over Are you back In the gambling game For Christmas Poppy? Let's move on to the solo tip of the week
2: So you're on
1: Yeah, okay. not bet sabbaticals are still very much happening. So, apart from Ikeris Jones, Anti Post, uh, I genuinely haven't had a bet for the last few weeks. So, as I say, I'm quite sort of strong-willed when I want to be. And I think the... Um, the Packers debacle from about a month ago, and that weekend as a whole really uh, sort of struck the fear into me. And I did say to myself at that point, "I'm going to have a good while off." But at the same time, off work now for a couple of weeks over Christmas. This is it. This is, a lot is of racing it. Racing on a lot of football on.
0: Yeah. So the NBA is back. In. The NFL is heading into the playoffs. Popey, surely you're getting off the fence.
1: Yeah, do you know what? I'm getting off the fence, but um, I don't learn any lessons in the fact that. I'm, I fancy a couple of horses running over Christmas, shall we say
0: Yeah, Boxing um, Day, is it? Boxing Day action?
1: To be detriment, probably Yeah, well, it's the 27th more so, to be honest with you okay. Um, well, a few races over in Ireland
0: Yeah, oh, I'm just okay. trying to
1: find one I will put up as my tip of the week Whoa, Popey's,
0: we it must be fucking Christmas Popey's got a horse racing tip of the week, beautiful I might, I might even have a little dabble of this myself Break my own horse racing sabbatical
1: here we go. Go on. Ready for it. Let's have it. Savile's chase. Savile's chase over in Ireland. Saville? There's an anti on it. Big, big. Uh, 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 uh. Savile's chase. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that time you went to fancy dress party as Jimmy Savile?
0: <laughs> now then, now then. Yeah, hopefully you won't be pissing in any bins this Christmas in me uh tracky.
1: Strange individual.
0: Mm.
1: So yeah, Savile's Chase, Monday, the twenty eighth of December. Big grade one in Ireland over the Christmas period. Delta Work. Five to one, Gordon Elliott. Oh, yeah. Um, get on.
0: Jiggins Town, isn't it? Is that the Aldi, the Isle, Purple Strip? The old... It is,
1: mate. So, if you if you yeah. look at its records from the last couple of seasons, Gordon Elliott at the start, Gordon Elliott's got quite a, as you know, he's, he's got one of the best stables in horse racing. He's never been Irish champion trainer, always finished his second to so Willie Mullins, but yeah. I think this could be his year. And he's probably got more firepower than Willie Mullins. And He's got a lot of Grade 1 chases. And anyway, he was asked at the start of the season for his Gold Cup horse. and He put Delta Work up. I did back Delta Work in the Gold Cup last year. I think I finished fifth or sixth. Yeah. If you look at its reappearance run from the last two seasons, it's crap. Yeah. finishes down the field, always needs its run. And then certainly last season, possibly even the season before that, it's won a, a Grade 1 on its second appearance. And it won the Savills chase. It won this race last year uh-huh, very uh-huh, impressively. Uh-huh. Gordon Elliott's been bigging it up. Now then it's now then five to one. <laughs> so you've got Millet Manella Rindo in there, who's a uh, it's his first year in open company, Henry horse, great horse, but it's as short as two to one. Okay. And then you've got Delta Work stable companion presenting Percy, nine to two ahead of it in the market. Yeah. When Gordon Elliott's already spoken more highly of Delta Work than he has presenting Percy. Presenting Percy's more of a national horse, but yeah, twenty eighth of December, Jimmy Savile Chase. 5-1, to one, delta Way. That's my tip of the
0: Whoa. week. Whoa! So Pope, Pope will fix it for you, by the sound of things. Go on, Popey. I'll have a little yes. go at that myself. I'm never tipping slash jinxing Liverpool on the pod again after last week. I give you three lays on the last episode that all were successful. The one back was the tip of the week, Liverpool in Europe, obviously. That was, by the way... What was going on with the VAR over there in fucking Scandinavia? I know it's a while ago now, but Jesus Christ, lad. It's insane, wasn't it? Was it who slotted at the end? Was it
1: Minamino? was it Minamino who's judged the way offside? Minimino. I don't understand Mane's Mane's handball,
0: Mane's handball. Mane's handball. That's some shit anyway. So let's not jinx Liverpool. Let's not wax too lyrical about them. I am yep. going to jump on the NBA, lad. I'm going to give you an anti-poster. I'm going to give you a long-term pick. No prizes for guessing who i'm going with i am back on the miami heat for the nba eastern conference seven to one with Skybet, and in an each way punt on them to be nba champions again at 16 to one not quite the prices we had last year 100 to one and 33 to one but i just like the heat to go again lad. i don't i want to get your opinion on this i know they were looking and they were possibly in talks with your old mvp pick and one of the most productive NBA players in the game in history, really, in James Harden. I'm actually happy that they haven't gone for him. I think he would have completely changed how the Miami Heat play. Uh, I think it sounded like Tyler Hero might have been going the other way. I'm glad they've kept the young clique together. And I just think, with the Miami Heat, we spoke about it before, lad. Back in long-term, um, American sports, or, or any sport, you can get some big injuries, especially in basketball when there's only five... Stars on the court at one time A big superstar goes down It can completely ruin your chances can't it I feel like the Miami Heat Are the one team where Even if say a Jimmy Butler goes down I feel like they've got enough depth to cover that And I think for the finalists Last year to be 7-1 to one to get there again And 16-1 to one to go all the way And win the championship I think it's a massive price Get on the Heat
2: Let's start
1: I think your, your heart's ruling your head there to be honest with you. You think? Um, My mistake from the 49ers this season mm. uh, I obviously went in on the 49ers again and look how that ended up. You'll get your money by the way after the Super Bowl as previously mentioned on the pod.
0: I mean um, I, you know I I have already been paid for the Steelers to make the playoffs by 8 8 Just putting it out there that once a bet settles certainly after the uh, regular season's finished that, that's usually usually settling up time but so be it if it's February. Might have to tag some fucking Vig on it like Ralphie Cifaretto. <laughs>
1: hey, how long have you got on the Steelers, by the way? Oh, God. Lost three. Just, just just for those of the listeners who don't follow the uh, the NFL, stay who hasn't shut up about the Pittsburgh Steelers all season, have lost three in a row. They have. Uh, the most recent defeat coming
0: last night in yeah. the hands
1: of the Cincinnati
0: Bengals. Terrible.
1: One of the worst teams in the NFL. Terrible. So do you still think they're the best team in the NFL, by the way?
0: I'll give you a little bit of fucking props for saying you don't win a Super Bowl in October. You, you were saying. There that. we go. I Thank mean, you. Listen, should
1: we just leave it? Leave that no,
0: up no. Listen, they, they've got them. They've got the big, the big payday in for me by getting to the playoffs. But I will say, they did play three games in twelve days. It's, that's not like playing three soccer games, if you will, in twelve in twelve days. It's been a bit of a heavy load for them. James Connor was out again last night. Ralfsberger was just off song. I think they'll be all right. I think get all this shit out the system before the playoffs try and clinch the division next week and uh, have a little bit of a rest game, last game of the season. And hopefully... We'll uh, sound like
1: excuses to me, Sting.
0: Well, we'll see, won't we? We'll see. We'll see once we hit the playoffs. Keep the faith with the Steelers, I think. We will see
1: indeed, yeah.
0: I think they'll be Just there. going
1: back to the hoops.
0: Yeah, um... NBA, come on, what do you think of the Heat? Hit me with it.
1: Well, no, just I, I just think you're getting a fraction of the price to what you backed them at last season and I think that's ship sales to be honest with you. Oh, no, no. I think the East will be a lot more competitive this year with obviously Durant and Kyrie Irving. And, and I know they're at a short price, but what I'm trying to illustrate is the fact that the conference will be stronger this year in the East than what it was last year, with the Brooklyn Nets having two of the best players in the game, back from season-ending injuries that I mean, they had last year. Obviously, you've got the best player in the game in Giannis in the conference as well for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, I just think there's a bit more strength and uh, depth.
0: Who Miami own, by the way, those Bucks and Giannis. Absolutely own them. Just can't get a win against. Can't get a win against the Miami Heat. Can't the books. But do you you think it's gonna work in Brooklyn? I think Kyrie Irving's had it already, chatting about Steve Nash, the new coach, NBA legend. Do you think that setup's gonna work? Steve Nash, head coach, Kyrie being Kyrie. I can see that falling apart. You know, I really can.
1: So what we're going to do now, Steve? what we're going to do, a team that I haven't mentioned, I did back them in the playoffs last year. Yeah. We're going to have a head-to-head. Yeah. We haven't had one of these for a while. Beautiful. Stake to be confirmed. Yeah. Uh, but I'll I'll put Boston Celtics oh. over Miami Heat this season. Oh. So what 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 do you fancy is the terms of the bets? Whatever, just the better regular season? No, record, or no, no. Whatever listen. team goes further in the playoffs, or yeah. what are we talking?
0: Whoever goes the furthest. It's got to be who goes the furthest, yeah. Regular season, it's for the fucking birds the regular season isn't it the, the, you know the business end It's the
1: time yeah they should just fast forward to the playoffs shouldn't they? Yeah. so you what know. are we saying then so Boston Celtics I'll go with you go with Miami Heat whatever team finishes Fair. further yeah. in the playoffs
0: yeah 100 quid
1: Fucking hell, lad. You've already took
0: me the cleaners for 200 with the 49ers. Well, yeah, i yeah, scarred by it. Yeah, 50, 50. 50. All right, 50 quid. And I'll tell you this. Listen, it's Christmas, Popey. You've been crying about this 200 quid for the San Francisco <laughs> 49ers job. I don't want you being like fucking little Timmy over there. I know I'm the one with the dodgy leg. But let's go. Y- give me 100 quid. I'll put a rule four on that. We'll call it a level bet. Give me 100 quid for the 49ers bet.
1: Very, very kind, obviously. Well, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. but are the- still not getting paid till after the Super Bowl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then I want the heap bet to be 100 quid.
1: Oh, is that the terms?
0: That's the fucking carrot and a stick. Ah, I like it. Yeah,
1: you're not soft, are you? Listen, you're not as soft as you look, my mate. You t- 100 quid
0: then, yeah. You'd rather you t- done this for a living, you know what I mean? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll
1: take that, 100 quid, if... As has been the case with the 49ers. Last time, I'll cry about the 49ers on this pop by the way. If the Celtics get hit with a similar injury plague to what the 49ers have, then you might find me in the Mersey along with most of your bet slips. <laughs> in fact, you might want to put me forward for the death race on that basis.
0: <laughs> Popey could be an outside shot. The Debo of Bro Green. <laughs> I'll catch you next so week, yeah, lad.
1: I'll take that. Celtics,
0: virtual handshake. Virtual handshake, Dawn, 100 quid, Miami Heafy, the Boston Celtics. Beautiful.
1: So, oh, Steve, I haven't done any any restate on the Celtics. I'm just going off the young roster that you've got. I, I don't know how the poke season's gone whatsoever. Lost, I really fancied them last year. They've lost Gordon Hayward. I they Hay- anyone in or they even got shut off. I know they rid of Gordon Hayward.
0: Gordon Hayward's gone, lad. Uh, yeah, that's not great. That's not great for the chances.
1: Yeah, brilliance.
0: Fucking, I'm regretting it already. <laughs> Fucking Ellie Tristan Thompson. I'm really regretting it. <laughs> <laughs> Could be curtains before it starts. Oh this, Popey. Okay, lad. We'll do a we'll do a review show. 2020. Loads of sound clips from this year and and comments we've made. Not all I'll Play a load of our old old classics. eh? and uh, I'll I won't see you. I'll see you in about February 2021. Hey. Eh?
1: What I'll do, I will leave your headset on your doorstep and do a little bit of a knock knock and run, <laughs> like. Either that, or I'll just, I'll leave it on the grass. I'll leave it on your front garden or something, whatever. Are
0: you going to do a Kenny day job, are you? Like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Am I missing something? Don't I know this story? You might have to cut that out. But before me? you go, Steve. When you,
0: when you put your shoes through the letterbox. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the hell, yeah. We don't have to. Let's uh, not get into that. Wo- we don't have to reopen those old wounds, do we? <laughs> Not if you don't want Kenny run out, run down the fucking street with a hatchet after you like last time. <laughs> we'll revisit that another day. Hey, that story, I reckon. Oh, we'll have to, yeah, absolutely. We'll
1: we'll dangle that carrot it's a little bit of a cliffhanger there for, yeah. the, oh. for the listeners. Yeah, yeah. To come back,
0: tune in uh, next
2: week.
1: If the yeah, air if the eggs, exactly. If you want more, just before you go, obviously, all the best. All the best. To best you and man. the family stay and safe. And, you, you I can't boys, go without asking about you. Your charity stroll, your charity amble.
0: Of course, If you yeah. want to
1: call it that, whatever it was. Yeah. F- how, how did you get on? Did Brilliant, you hold up Did your back? Was you
0: you're okay in, in good health, like, or what? Leg, back, all good. Blisters the next day off 10K walk, would you believe. But, yeah, big shout-out to all the listeners. Well, I think loads of our listeners donated very generously. Even yourself, Popey. We got some moths flying out of your wallet, didn't we? Little, uh... <laughs> Little twenty quid from Popey, brilliance. Uh,
1: reluctantly, re- yeah, that was more Louise than me, yeah. Just <laughs> just telling me I should do it. So yeah, reluctantly donated. But how'd you get on? You probably made Tom Moore's effort. Like Mo Farah <laughs> didn't you? No doubt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think we raised, you know what, considering we only really pushed it the night before the walk, we raised 2200 quid for a 10 k walk around the village. There's uh, great stuff for homelessness, for shelter. No, oh, that's incredible.
1: Was it round the village, was
0: it? Well, we went up, yeah, we went up to Ale Bank, done a little left, come down car lane and then done a loop round round the village. And it, we actually ended up... Who done it? Just me and our John. And my mum done the last couple of kilometres with us. And we actually finished by... Big shout out to Andy Webb, and uh, the local farmer who lives over the road. Uh, sorry, the farm's over the road. He'd actually carved a memorial bench for me dad out of a tree that fell in our garden at the start of the year with Beatles lyrics wow. on it. So that's where the walk ended. That we revealed the bench to me, ma. So it was a lovely day, lad. It ended beautifully. Kinda, obviously, we done it on my dad's nice, mate. Yeah, we done it on the yeah. anniversary of my dad's death from last year. So it kinda was a was Fucking a. Well, lo- you're
1: making me feel. Yeah, you're making me uh, feel a bit you now for all the shit I've been given. Yeah, was what was it doing texting you the night before saying it's hardly Kevin Sinfield, seven marathons in seven days. <laughs> blah blah blah. Giving you some real heavy man, <clears> I but. Think I wh- didn't realise there was that element involved, so uh, yeah, yeah. yeah so that needs to that.
0: make me feel a bit bad here, mate. Think about, how, you, think about how you're going to feel when Tom Moore snuffs it, lad. You've got it all to come, you know, genuinely. <laughs> was uh,
1: was Blue Mick present? Did he uh, join you on?
0: We didn't on, catch uh, Blue Mick. The, uh, the no, no, it was it was before the Chelsea game won it, so Everton hadn't turned the fortunes around. So no sign of Blue Mick, as I say, he's been in his, uh, his air-age shelter. did find him
1: in any edges, <laughs> Any hedges on route, No. <laughs>
0: Not that I could see, but no, yeah, it was. It was great, lads. To to raise a couple of grand out the blue for for, uh, charity and for homelessness was awesome. really good, in all all
1: seriousness, yeah. And thanks to everyone.
0: Yeah, thanks to everyone. And I think we'll do it every year. I think on that day, the 10th of December, I think we'll do uh, something charity-based and and raise a few quid every year. Yeah, great stuff.
1: Nice, good on you. Just finally, before you go, I have messaging about this. I'm a little bit worried about how quiet it's gone. And I'm starting to think, now, maybe you've reinvested this... uh, (laughs) Under qu- this, this obviously you've lowered me uh, 49ers, but very kindly sold from 200 to 100. So I'm starting to think now maybe you've invested this other 100 quid into Sopranos tickets for us. Oh, shit, I did no. mention it to you a few weeks ago. Now, Stephen, obviously, we're big, massive fans of the show. Yeah, anyone who listens to our show will know that you've got a few uh cast members, including Chrissy, I think. Yeah, Michael Imperioli, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: in the Philharmonic. Yeah. Have you booked those tickets?
0: Like, oh, what? I haven't. It's about time I started getting something back from this, uh, <laughs> for me time invested on the show. No, I haven't, yeah. I'd love to get something back from me fucking money invested in the show, but, you know, it's a work in progress. And, uh, we'll have to look into it, Popey, to be honest with you. I love Michael Imperioli. I absolutely love him. I fucking do a meditation session with him once a week on uh, on Zoom, but I'm not massive on the big fella. I'm not massive on Bacala, on that podcast that they do, and I think Big Pussy might be a bit of the same Cut from the same jib, shall we say? I think so. I don't know how good a night it'll be. For you, is it? Yeah, not not
1: underground
0: enough, not obscure enough. Okay. No, I'd have preferred Rusty Milio or something. Maybe you'd
1: prefer Ginny Sack, wouldn't
0: you? <laughs> exactly, but Let, we'll... let's
1: not let's not go
0: there tonight. No, let's not open that old wound on, on, on Christmas as you know, well. Let's
1: not fill those big Christmas stockings, eh? <laughs>
0: I don't know, lad. I'll look into it. I'll look into it. Do you fancy going, do you? I think a couple of the listeners have booked it, and Evening with the Sopranos, I think, is in June, isn't it, in the Philharmonic, so we'll have a little look, won't we, eh? anything I can get
1: out of here, just put it on the expense accounts anyway, that I've got on the show. So yeah. as I say, it's about time I started getting some sort of uh, return on my investment.
0: Okay, I'll have a look into it, poppy and we'll, uh, we'll try and get it boxed off. And just before we go as well, a shout to our sponsors, Soho Tip of the Week. I'm sure you'll be having a couple of couple of little tipples over Christmas. Will you be having a, a Soho juice in your in your whiskey, in your vodka, in your wild turkey maybe, Popey? I've already been getting stuck in, yeah. He very kindly sent us a big, big
1: Christmas hamper a couple of weeks ago now. Yeah. So yeah, me and Baby Gronk have, uh, have been getting stuck in, and I'll... Uh, Continue to do so over the festive
0: period. They are actually running a discount code over Christmas. So if you go to at so Juice Co. on Instagram, you can get the website through there or you just search Soo Juice Co. on Google. It's a really nice mixer. It's a still mixer, fruity. It'll really uh, liven up your, your vodka or your... Your Christmas eggnog, maybe if you wanna, if you wanna really push the boat up. But it's Christmas fifteen. If you put the discount code in Christmas fifteen, you'll get fifteen percent off your uh, your mixer, your Soho juice mixer there.
1: There we go, good lads. Yeah. So uh, as I say, all the best to you and yours and. Yeah, hopefully I uh, I won't see it over the Christmas period.
0: We're a bit of luck, lad, yeah. We won't see a secret Santa in every sense of the way. The
1: fucking hell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dropping our headphones Take off care, next buddy. week. ta da lad. Take it easy. Ta-ra, Popey. See you later, mate. Ta-ra, All ta-ra, the babe. best.
2: ta da Tony, this a uh, problem with the red tag garbage dumping in Payton City? Fucking Christmas, he wants to talk about medical waste. Just want to double-check that the way paid for us to go down there, we reached out to the EPA guy like we told Baron. That reminds me, Tony. Dick called this morning. I'm fucking talking to him. Stop fucking interrupting. Oh! What the fuck is wrong with you? Fuck you. Hey, 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 hey. Take it, it, take it, it in. Oh. Tom. Tom, Tom, What's the matter with you? The fuck with you? How upset for Big Scat over Barbara. Oh, yeah. I hope he uh, needs a shoulder to cry on. Oh, yeah. Get in a hot tub, baby boy. Oh, yeah.